What is up, guys? My name is David London, and I'm the host of the Deskbound Therapy Podcast. Last week, we talked about Zen Stoic Mastery for Deskbound Professionals and how you can turn your stress into productive energy and how you can control your mind to control your body. This week is another very exciting episode with a very close friend of mine, Carlito, and we're going to talk about how to have the right attitude to build a strong mind and a strong body. And before the episode starts, I do have two spots open for my mindset, mobility, and posture coaching. You know, if you're sitting all day at your desk, you're looking to move better, you're looking to have more energy, you're looking to work out without having any pain or injuries, then send me a message right now on email, Instagram, or on Facebook. I have two spots open before 2020. Let's get going. Let's get you moving pain-free. My email is david at deskboundtherapy.com or send me a message on Instagram at deskboundtherapy. Looking forward to hearing from you. Don't forget to leave the podcast a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help us reach more people. And without further ado, I'm honored to present you this episode. What up, guys? Welcome back to episode 18 of the Deskbound Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, David London, and today I'm with my good friend, Carlito, a.k.a. Carlito Calisthenics, a.k.a. Fit Calisthenics. Me and Carlito go way back. He actually is someone I used to you know, look up to as a mentor in the fitness industry. And we've worked together personally, so what better to have on the podcast than Carlito himself. How's it going, man? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm good, man. Can't complain at all. First snow day here in, uh, in Toronto. It's beautiful outside, so it's nice. So why don't we start with your story? Tell us a little bit how you, know, you got started with yourself in the fitness industry and how... You know, calisthenics became your passion. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I always say that calisthenics was like my my gateway drug into into fitness. Um, I found calisthenics through YouTube. You know, Bar Stars and and all that stuff was kind of like the first people that were hitting the YouTube game a lot with uh, with calisthenics, a lot of like cool tricks and all that stuff. And um, right after I found that, I went to LA for a um, an exchange program and LA that's that's the Mecca you know Venice Beach um, I found myself in there uh, with a lot of, of calisthenics athletes who just kind of were really open about teaching other people and, and letting other people kind of join the community you know I didn't know what to do they're like yo like do do a pull-up we'll teach you how to do a muscle-up like all that kind of stuff and it was super supportive in that way um, and from that moment on I ended up going to Venice Beach pretty much every single day, um, you know. So my time in LA was was well enjoyed with with a lot of calisthenics. I also was getting over a knee injury that I had playing sports, uh, playing soccer. So my lower body um, and like my athleticism and all that was kind of a little bit a bit a bit low. And calisthenics was that that kind of you know part of of me that that was able to you know, that I, I would, I was actually able to keep on using and stay active with that. So when I came back to Toronto from that, um, from that, uh, exchange, I was, I was sold. I was like, okay, how can I make everything happen here that I saw happening in LA, all the things with the teams, the community, um, the calisthenics and actually get stronger. I saw so many changes in my body after starting calisthenics that it was like, wow, okay, this, this fitness thing was, was good. And, you know, I, I started um, 
progressing pretty fast to the point that other people were kind of like, Hey, like, how, how do you do this? How do you do a muscle up? How do you uh, do so many pull ups? Like all that kind of stuff. And, and the, the first time that I saw or that I helped someone um, do their first muscle up, I was just kind of like, okay, I like this. This is, this is an amazing feeling. So from there on, it was just like, constant consistent work into you know trying to help other people get to that point where you know a lot of people help me get to yeah and just to give the followers a little bit more insight you know before I started deskbound therapy I was like I had my own kind of I was calisthenics was like my main thing like I wanted to you know get big on that and then when I met Carlito I told him about deskbound therapy so he's like been there since the beginning kind of helped me you know spark that passion because he was also like someone I knew online cause he was an influencer in the field. So it's crazy how, like how things kind of turn out, like how has <laughs> inspired other passions and you, it's kind of your passion has kind of carried over to how you conduct the rest of your life, which is kind of brings us into like, you know, like the lifestyle side, how like it, you can see just from like knowing you that you're just very consistent and committed with like everything you do kind of using the same underlying principles. Yeah. So, well, calisthenics has always be, been like my keystone thing. And, and the thing that, that sort of keeps me grounded and I always go back to it. Um, it, it has taught me over the years, a lot of, you know, a lot of discipline, a lot of persistence, a lot of determination, just as one being something that is new to Canada, new to Toronto, new to just fitness in general. Right. Um, and, and having a voice, having a say into like, how I help grow it has been has been big, you know, so it has definitely taken me, you know, through ups and downs. But calisthenics is always kind of like something that I, I go back to and something that, you know, it, it sticks with me no matter what. Do you think that's why a lot of people fall off the wagon but, and have trouble making it a lifestyle? Is it, is, it, is it that simple as they just haven't found what they enjoy? Or is there more to the picture of why, you know, a lot of people say they want X, Y, and Z goal, but they end up, you know, falling off no matter how much, you know, motivation or support you give them. Yeah, I, I think it's a little combination of both, right? Like you definitely have to be doing things that one, you enjoy to be able to stick with them because otherwise you won't. And I say this to all the people. It's like, if, if, if you don't like spinning and that's what you want to, and that's what you do just because it's convenient, you have a membership from your work or whatever it is, like, you, you might not make it part of your lifestyle. You might go once or twice here and there, but it's not going to be something that you stick with it and that you actually try to excel more and more and more. So that's one of the things. And then the other thing is, is, is really understanding that like, there's no, there's no end goal. You know what I mean? Like you can have goals and milestones in between. Um, but there's no end goal to this game. I can, I can create new goals and, and, and goals are always like moving targets for me because there's always something that you can do more or better off, but also in fitness and calisthenics and life in general, a lot of things are not uh, quantitative. You know, you can't, you can't put a quantity into how happy you are. You can't put quantity into how strong you are um, other than by lifting certain things, but you're always going to find a weakness and a strength somewhere. So it's important to like, keep those things in mind, doing what you love and what makes you happy and, and, and you actually enjoy whether that's weightlifting, calisthenics, kettlebell, CrossFit, spinning, whatever it is, but also doing it without necessarily thinking that you're going to arrive somewhere. Because as soon as you arrive somewhere, you're going to want to go somewhere else. And that'll, that'll keep it 
going that'll keep it fueled for sure yeah and that too if you're just you know trying to lose 10 pounds without kind of going deeper into you know your mindset and into your why just like there's no substance to it and there's going to be less lessons you learn so there's you're not going to learn as many lessons whereas if you you know you have like that big picture but you really understand the why underneath your why then you can really take that and you know apply to your work and your relationships and really use that discipline in other areas a hundred percent. And, and is that, I mean, I, I generally ask people in, during my plan building sessions with my clients or prospects or people who like definitely like want to create a little bit more clarity about their fitness. It's like, what, what, what do you define as health? What does health mean to you? Because as soon as you figure that out, it, it, it creates a, a deeper why of like, okay, like, yeah, you want to lose 10 pounds, but like, why? You know what I mean? What is 10 pounds less going to do to you really? And once you can dial in into that and actually say, because, you know, like I want to do this X, Y, and Z, or I want to be able to move freely and be able to play with my kids. And I want to like go upstairs and not feel winded or like, I want to, you know, make sure that uh, hereditary uh, disease in my family doesn't hit me or like, you know what I mean? Like I want to be prepared for life. Like all those things go a little bit deeper than just like, losing 10 pounds for the sake of losing 10 pounds because my friend lost 10 pounds and that's what her fitness journey was or whatever. Right. So definitely going deeper uh, into why you are doing certain things is, is super important. And again, I, I bring fitness as a parallel to life. Always, 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 always the same way that, that fitness hits you with, with curveballs, with challenges, with ups and downs, with injuries, with hard workouts, with um, all these new things, new challenges, new exercises, all that stuff. Life throws things at you the exact same way, right? So if you can kind of like put those things in a, in a bit of a parallel and, and see yourself going through life a little bit like fitness and, and vice versa, then um, I think there, there's a good formula for general enjoyment and happiness and success within within what you're doing yeah because there's really so many benefits aside from you know looking better like like i just did because it's monday and you know we don't miss monday work i, like, <laughs> I did a little already know i got i got my shirt on man i'll never skip a monday i'm gonna need one of those but yeah i did did a, did a 45 minutes of cardio before this because you know it, it it puts you in a really good proactive mood you feel really good afterwards so it's not just losing the, that 10 pounds but it's about kind of using fitness to enhance your lifestyle instead of you know taking away from it you want to use it as a tool so you can feel good all the time and you know be healthy and get towards that eventual whatever that end point is but still you know make it more uplifting whereas a lot of times people think like they need to completely change their life and you know they have to quit all their bad habits right away and they have <laughs> yeah. to just eat vegetables all the time where you know it's it's really it teaches you a fine tool of balance a hundred percent. And, and it's, it's tough, right? Like if you, if you're a person who has never stepped into a gym and all of a sudden you want to commit to yourself and your health and do five days a week, right? It's, it's, it's a big mountain to climb, right? Like you got to start from the beginning. Why don't you start with a one day a week and, and take it from there? Right. And in a society that it's increasingly getting more and more inwards into your phones and like more introverted in that way. And more, um, we're creating more distractions and stuff like sometimes. And, and for me, this is true. Like my workouts are kind of like my Zen mode. That's where like, you know, I, I, I 
sort of disconnect a little bit from, from a lot of things. I still use my phone. I still do things, but like, that's the moment where like, you know, I can feel like I'm the most whole with myself or I can actually listen to my thoughts and see what's going on. You know, if I have a bad day that shows up in my workouts, if I have a good day that shows up in my workout and that's an opportunity for me to talk to myself and say, okay, like what's really going on and, and how we can, how can we go through this? the same way that we're going through this workout. So would you say it's really important for, you know, people to be self-aware with their, their fitness and their emotions and their feelings? Yeah, of course. I mean, self-awareness is, is I think key for every aspect of your life, right? I mean, if you're self-aware enough to know that you're starting a new journey and that you, the best way that you yourself can, you know, set yourself up for successes by taking it one step at a time, then that that's, that's good. But also you have to know, like if you're self-aware enough to know that you're like a zero to 100 person and that's how you, that's how you roll. That's how you've made changes in your life before. Then maybe that's the way to go. Right. And so I think, you know, self-awareness and, and mindfulness in that sense ha- is, is super, super, super important because that's the only way that you can figure out what's good for yourself and for yourself only. Yeah, because everyone thinks you got to do, you know, the same thing. And I get this all the time with new clients. They're like, how come everyone at the gym is, you know, just doing squat or bench press or deadlift or they're just doing cardio as opposed to they're not looking at, like we talked earlier, like doing what's appropriate for them. And I really like how you brought up, you know, like the one time or two times a week because, you know, you're going to get better results if you're consistent, you know, two times a week for a year versus five times a week for like two months. Like, see, we got the new year coming up. That's not going to work. Like, Make it easy for yourself, set yourself up to win versus, you know, take on more than you can handle. Because I've been there too. Like I would get mad at myself when I didn't, when I took a rest day. But now yep. looking back, I'm like, why was I mad at myself? Like you, you can't actually beat up your body to see results. It's got to be, <laughs> you know, holistic process. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, there, there's definitely levels to it, right? Like if, yeah. if your goal is to be a world-class athlete, your needs are going to be different. But like if you're a, a person who has a job, has kids, has a life and wants to like enjoy that and like that's kind of like what your focus is, your focus on your career, your focus on your business and all that kind of stuff, I, I agree and, and totally feel that fitness needs to be a supplementary tool to what you do just to enhance your way of living. Um, and, and actually, you know, just fuel some of the other things that you're doing in your life. You don't have to go and, and, and create something that you're not able to, you know, consistently sustain for a long period of time because it won't become part of your life. You know, as said, you're in school now, right? So would you, would you rather be an A student once a month or once every, every bit and then all your other marks are not, not good at all? Or would you rather be a B plus guy consistently forever and ever, right? So sometimes, you know, being a star is not about getting A's, but about what you can do consistently over long periods of time. Yeah, for sure. Like it really comes down to, you know, you don't have to go 100% all the time. I was definitely training, you know, a lot more. And at times I prefer, you know, before I started my master's in physio, but you know, I'm still like, I'm still getting it in, but it's, you know, it doesn't always need to be that as long as I'm putting the effort in the right direction, like the way I view it, I'm still happy. I'm seeing progress, but I don't need to, you know, go hundred percent forever. Like having that balance actually makes it, you know, a lot more enjoyable where I can, you know, 
you know, I can, I was supposed to do upper body today, but I did cardio today because I was a little sore. I'm like, I don't, I'm not mad at myself. I'm like, yeah, listen to my body. It's probably what I needed. So like, you can really like, there can be months, even when, you know, you could go hard for, for four weeks, then you could back off and that's all okay. But also having, you know, like a coach to kind of monitor that volume for you is also important. So there's a lot of factors. It's not, you're not alone in this. A hundred percent. So what would you say in terms of, I know you're really big into, you know, building routines and making like things very consistently. And I know like staying consistent with your fitness. So what kind of like routines or habits would you recommend for like someone who does, you know, work a desk job and they, they want to really, they find they're kind of on and off and, you know, they're, they're, the stress of the work is kind of taking away their energy so they can't really be productive in the gym. They just feel drained at the end of the day. Uh, well, I, I think one is testing, testing what works for you. I mean, for a lot of people, they, they think that the only option is to go to the gym after work, right? Where it's, if you have a big lunch break and you find yourself having some, some time scrolling or like wasting time or whatever, like maybe you, you can, you can test in using that time effectively for a 30 hour, a 30, 30 minute workout, or even carving that time in, like if you really make it a priority, maybe you can carve that time in um, at the beginning of the day in, instead of at the end of the day. So looking at options at what works for you, I think that's, that's important to create consistency. Um, also, not, not, looking, not necessarily looking around you to see what other people are doing. Sometimes we try to um, match what other people are doing just because we out of admiration out of like us looking up to people or out of us like you know wanting to attain something that other people have um, we tend to look elsewhere without necessarily looking inside and seeing okay what works for me you know what I mean like am I really is it realistic for me to go to the gym for two hours a day like my buddy or is it realistic for me to try and go at 5 a.m. like my other friend if those things are not realistic to you, then it, it shouldn't even be a thought in your mind, right? You, you want to make sure that you're able to like decipher and look what looks like what, what works best for you and your schedule. Um, so for people who are in desk all day, that, that might be one of the things. Um, and then again, like starting slow, starting slow and making it an actual routine, an actual habit. If you feel that you got the most energy on Mondays, then get your Monday workout. And, and I say it like that. I say the never skip Monday movement has been huge for me because it gets people in that mindset of like, one, we're working for consistency every week, once a week, at least. Right. And two, it, it creates that those building blocks that will allow you to maybe go to the gym more than once a week. If you start strong on Monday, then maybe that's the momentum you need to be able to get into the gym a couple more times a week so i think those are important things in creating that consistency for sure yeah and the movement's really cool because you know how you they say how you do anything is how you do everything so if you're starting off the week like i've even noticed myself on weeks where i don't you know take that action i really notice like i'm falling into bad habits again whereas you know i'm doing something for me to start the week then my mindset's around the whole week is going to be what can i do you know make myself feel good to have energy for the week Whereas, but there's definitely times where I'm like, oh, why is it Wednesday and I haven't worked out? Like last week, I was like, Wednesday or Thursday, like, oh, I didn't even work out. I didn't even notice. I was just so busy. Whereas, like, if you can kind of keep it top of mind, I find like it's so much better. So, you know, 
any decision you make, you know, when you're at work, like, should I take this break? Or maybe if it's at top of mind, you're just going to automatically get up and same kind of idea. You'll just be like using your resources and your tools to find ways to stay more active as into complaining about how you, it's so hard to stay active with your, with your kind of job and lifestyle. Well, yeah. And, and that goes back to the why, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if your why is not strong enough to, to actually keep it top of mind and help you keep it top of mind, then, then there's no way that, that you're going to be doing it. At the end of the day, you are the one doing the work. You are the one carving out the time. You are the one who is putting in the effort, the time and the love into it. So um, you have to have a compelling reason why you want to do it. Um, so definitely that's part of it. And, and yeah, I think the Monday kind of takes a little bit away of that, of like you're not necessarily doing for something, you're doing it just because it's Monday. And that creates the top of mindness to it. So. Yeah, it's, it's actually grown quite a bit. It's pretty incredible how many people come <laughs> on that. But it, it also, uh, like, especially for calisthenics, like if you're just starting, it's a great kind of base of support because a lot of people get injured in the gym because they start and they run into, you know, very extravagant barbell exercises or weighted exercises where they don't have the, the proper body awareness, proprioception, and kind of joint mobility. And even core strength, whereas, you know, I've done your workouts and they're freaking hard in the core. Like the warm ups are all core. And like that's really well, that's going to be beneficial for you as a desk bound worker is having that core strength and the body awareness. So when you do slouch, you'll be training by moving just your body. You'll just have a lot better posture throughout the day. Or is that's what I just love starting beginners with that or even anyone just so powerful. Yeah. And I, and I think that's why I say too, that like calisthenics was my gateway drug into fitness is because it created such high perception about my body and the way I move and, and the way I, I do things that it allowed me to get into other styles of fitness in a very easy and seamless way. You know, I'm able to do barbell work, dumbbell work, kettlebell, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and kind of learn techniques about all these different types of or styles of training because my body awareness through calisthenics has been so big. And I say that also about just core in general is like having a strong or, or, or just being a conscious, having a conscious, uh, core is, is key because that's, that's where everything comes from. You know, um, core activation is huge in everything that I do just because of that, because as soon as that is moving, as soon as that's working, you know, that it's going to be spread out into and, and help you in any other type of lifts or exercise that you're going to be doing. And another really fundamental thing I like is a lot of the, the main movements for the core, like the bird dog and the dead bug and the hollow body are really great things for rehab as well. So like, Oh yeah. Like they're really good for you know, people who have lower back pain because it's so focused on the core and getting the hips moving well. Whereas, you know, I just hate it when I see someone doing, just doing Swiss ball crunches at the gym. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of, I think like what people see in yeah, general, it's like people see like, Oh, crunches, 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 crunches will get you a strong core. Um, it's not necessarily true. I mean, I, I definitely do crunches and, and include some of that stuff in my training, but I, I definitely have a lot of, um, love and respect for isometrics and, and actual like, you know, act, core activation, uh, exercises like those that you've been mentioning, uh, your bird dog, your, your cat cow, your, um, dead bugs, your hollow bodies, all that kind of stuff definitely creates a different type of awareness that will help you, um, 
just perform better at everything. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, I even love like the smaller, more intricate movements in calisthenics. Like, you know, like being able to do a pull-up is actually super, super functional. It's not just, oh, you're doing it to do it, but you're going to be improving, you know, your scapula strength and the way your shoulder blades are moving and strengthening, you know, your mid traps and all those postural muscles. So by, you know, focusing on one goal, you can kind of kill two birds with one stone. Like, especially with a lot of my clients, like I'll start, everyone's doing, you know, scapula push-ups, scapula pull-ups, hangs and holds, just because like there's more similarity than differences with a lot of this fitness stuff. It's still kind of like the same underlying principles, but you can really just kind of even rehab you're taking from, you know, different areas from whether it be cool mobility exercises from gymnastics or from things you can do with bands or with weights, with bars. It's, there's a lot more related than there is different, which is again, why it's so fun to, you know, just try different things. Yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, the options are endless when it comes to all of that. Once you're, you're able to master kind of like the basics of it, then you can take it. The sky's the limit, right? Whether it's with stuff like push-ups or, or pull-ups or some of like the muscle up variations, all that kind of stuff, you can definitely take away from these smaller movements and, and activators for sure. Yeah. And it's a, it's something that's also, again, like not everyone will, you know, in, enjoy working those smaller muscles, but like, and when you get those going, they're actually really hard, like doing like prone arm lifts and getting your traps firing. You know? <laughs> a lot of the small muscles are hard to work. Like everyone wants to, you know, those glamour muscles, but like one of the key components, you know, like moving well long-term, like you said, you want to, your why is to live long and stay healthy and active. And, you know, focus on these little things kind of help shape your mindset to focus on the details when it matters, you know, not all the time, but like there's times where you really need to dial in on those little details and then there's times you just focus on doing things you enjoy. Yeah. And my why is doing 20 push-ups when I'm 80. So, you know, being able to do that, you kind of frame yourself into like, okay, like what do I need to create? How do my body needs to move from now till then? Right. And, and that's, that's key in calisthenics, being able to work on those little, little stabilizer muscles, little things. And always, always improving, reiterating how you do your exercises. I've probably reworked the way that I do my pull-ups eight or nine times, just whether it's because of injuries or whether it's because of more effective ways of training or whether it is because of very specific goals in terms of volume or um, type of things that I want to do or aesthetics or all that. Um, so, I mean, thinking that it's constant work in progress is is important yeah, it's a really great mindset to have because a lot of people just want that instant you know gratification they just want to you know do something or they just want to you know see the end point by by understanding you know why you're in it it just makes it like like not just that it's easier but you just feel like everything is coming from a whole and you just feel so aligned with yourself and connected with your truth when you know you actually have like a deep internal why as opposed to you know just like the gratification of, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just fit to tell people I'm fit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but it takes time, right? Like yeah. it, it takes time. It takes inner work. It takes, um, going through the ups and downs of what fitness is about to be able to like get to that point where you can actually be like, so, so complete with the way you do fitness that you're like, okay, <laughs> not about necessarily like, an eight pack or whatever. It's more about how things are feeling within me that are helping me have that as a byproduct. 
So what else are you currently doing in terms of like, are you doing like, do you have like, you have your fitness routine? Do you have like a, you know, like a, like you said the gym's meditative for you. Are you doing any other kind of forms of like growth activities daily that kind of help lift up your lifestyle? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, uh, fitness and calisthenics are definitely like the biggest and, you know, staple of it. Um, I, I meditate every morning. That's just part of like what I do. Um, I like to spend a lot of time alone, just kind of like with myself. I think it's important nowadays to, to just kind of like always have time alone. And even if you're in a social setting, like sometimes you need to take five minutes to like just dial in and see what's, what's going through your mind because we're always thinking we always got, got inputs, distractions, things coming at us and very little times we can actually, you know, sit down and, and think um about about ourselves and and what we are thinking um so i do that a lot um i read a lot i try to read every single day at least 20 minutes and and it goes back to that consistency right like i'm i'm i just is is being able to be aware about the things that make you feel good and and applying them in your day-to-day life um so yeah definitely meditation um training reading are just kind of like my three three big things in terms of like my own development that I think are key to kind of keeping me going in a very like wholesome way yeah and it can be hard to you know sense when you're getting too much input because it can be so overwhelming to the point where your thoughts speed up and your heart increases and you're just like you feel like everything's happening so fast and happening against you where if you know you can just again, over time, develop that awareness to step back and step out, you kind of regain your control and your power. And you can really kind of get a bird's eye view of what's going on realizing, you know, my problems aren't that big, I just got to slow down and take it step by step, as opposed to, you know, just feeding into that energy. So I really like how you read, because I've been doing some research into reading. And it's saying, like, the more you do it, you can actually strengthen your like, your discipline and getting better at like, avoiding distractions because you're just focusing on one thing at a time and you're really even if it is one page which i really like you're like i'll do it every day doesn't really matter how much but it's you kind of strengthen that muscle and that helps you know it'll with all areas of your life just like being alone reading in silence is is really actually a very healthy habit to have 100 percent. yeah Something I definitely don't do enough, but more like I have my activities that are meditative for me and it can vary like on the individual, like I'll sit alone, you know, listen to to music. But I think people should, you know, if you're, if you're sitting at a desk, like it's the same concept. If you feel stressed or you feel like you're not really getting a good amount of work done, if you distract, you know, that's your cue to get up, move around, get the body moving, maybe do some calisthenics, do some desk stretches. Cause this is, this is your internal cue, right? Like you're going to, if you just sit and you're not being productive, like that's why I try to educate people. If you're sitting and you know, you're, you're just not getting anything done. Well then why are you sitting? Right. We know sitting's not good for you. So, you know, use that as a cue and just get some movement. Yeah, no, that's, and, and that's, that's good to good to tell people about as well, because sometimes we, and, and it comes again to a self-awareness, right? It's like being able to listen to our body, listen to our thoughts and, and act on them accordingly. Right. Say, so say someone has, you know, they've never heard of this concept before or they're new to kind of this 
the mindset side of fitness, like what would you say could be some actionable steps? Like, would you recommend, you know, journaling their thoughts or just like talking to themselves out loud? Uh, I, I like journaling every now and then, and it definitely brings, brings some stuff out to the surface that sometimes I don't, I don't necessarily think about, but again, I do think that just like being alone is, is important and not always thinking that you have to be doing something. Um, I like being busy. I like being doing stuff all the time. And I often have to catch myself and be like, Hey, like, do I really want to like pick up my phone right now? Like this moment's awesome. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quiet. There's music like, or whatever. Right. Or I'm, I'm with people like all that stuff. So I think it's just like, it's, it's a, it's, it's a constant work on, on rewiring how, how your, your habits have, have created the person that you are right now. So I think, uh, in terms of fitness, um, it depends, it depends on again, what your goals are, what is it that you want to do? But I think that adopting fitness as part of your day to day, um, and for you to be actually, and have a mentality in which that becomes part of your day to day, you definitely have to one, go back to your why and understand like, why do you think fitness is important for you? Why do you think health is important for you? Why does it matter in your life? Why do you want to be able to move better? Like all those things are important to like dial in. Why do you want to lose weight? You know, like, um, so, so definitely honing in on the why is, is important. And then actually like using and creating structures that, that like, or my second tip, I guess would be like creating structures that allow you to follow through with that. Why a lot of people have a very strong why, like, I'm overweight and I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight, but I don't know how, I don't know how, I don't know how. So trying to like create some structure around that, whether it is like, there's so many resources out there in the world. If you don't have the money to spend on a trainer or in a fitness program or on a gym membership or, uh, on an ebook or something like that, there's a lot of online resources, whether it's on YouTube or friends or, Instagram that can help you kind of like get there and it's all about just starting um so you know creating a little bit of structure around how you train is also super important whether that structure means hey I'm just going to the gym on Mondays because I never skip a Monday or you know Monday is leg day Tuesday is chest Wednesday is this and actually creating a full structure depending on your level depending on where you're at will definitely take away a lot of that anxiety or that paralysis by analysis situation where a lot of people don't start because they don't know how it's just doing it. Whether you're there for 10 minutes or an hour, just getting started is usually the, the, the hardest step and the biggest step. So um, that's, that's big part of the mentality, I think in terms of, of training. Yeah, and you don't need to be perfect to start, but it also hundred <laughs> percent. Like, like I when I started working out when I was, you know, I was sixteen. I just did P ninety X. I had no idea what it was. I just bought it, you know, and it turned into P ninety X to you know starting calisthenics when I was seventeen to becoming yoga teacher when I was eighteen. Like, I, I had no idea I would even be in physiotherapy school at this point. I just kind of went with it, and you know, I, I tried every diet possible when I started. I tried, you know, the fasting for while well, I was in high school. I tried, you know the paleo didn't like that. You know, I tried tracking. I tried, you know, I tried doing the no dairy, but you know, it, it actually, it's kind of fun to like play around these things and play.
play around with the variables because it makes it more of a game because we tend to take way too much shit way too seriously. <laughs> no life at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, it, it, you are putting it that way, but at the end of the day, I think it's all about attitude, right? Like what attitude are you taking about the situation that you're currently at? If you are super skinny and you want to gain some muscle, right? Like what are, what attitude are you taking to actually step away from that state that you're in right now and take yourself somewhere, somewhere else, right? Are you taking an attitude of impatience? Are you taking an attitude of, of, laziness are you taking an attitude of like victimizing or you know and and that will determine whether you're going to be able to reach that goal or not if your attitude is an open attitude as a growth attitude is an attitude in which you can um you know learn along the way fail and and actually take things um that that serve you and use them to get to that point i 100 believe that you will get there Interesting. A lot of people don't consider attitude when we talk about mindset, but it's true because, you know, if you do have those bad workouts and, you know, it's if you have the attitude that, you know, it's okay and this is expected versus, you know, um, being like, oh, I'm just not even going to, you know, work out or I'm not going to take that step where if you, if you know, like, you know, like I still did something that makes me feel good or whether I don't get 100% of the benefits maybe today, you know, I feel 50% better, but it's true. Like we don't really discuss attitude enough especially when it comes to mindset. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, that, that's, that's big for me. I, I think that, you know, and, and I say this always, like one of the books that has shaped my quote unquote adult life mm -hmm. um, is, is a book called um, it's, it's a Venezuelan book called um, uh, it's not about luck. It's about attitude. And, and it just basically talks about that, about, knowing and understanding that like the things that you create in your life are are all dependent on the attitude that you take from from certain situations opportunities and all that if you see your downfalls as you know as downfalls and not opportunities for you to create something out of it then that's what it'll be and, and you know it's it's just I think it's like the same idea as, as per perspective, right? It's like seeing your life from different perspective and seeing what serves you best to be actually in a continual growth state in which you're always like, you know, learning how to deal with life situations um, in, in, with, with the attitude of that, attitude of growth as opposed to like attitude of always victimizing and like not looking to solve problems and and all that kind of stuff so um yeah that's big and and it leaks to every aspect of your life yeah it really goes beyond fitness especially you talked about how you know continuing your growth into other endeavors like it definitely carries over it's not like you know you're just doing one thing and you're compartmentalizing different areas of your life like if you're focusing on looking at different perspectives you're gonna get a whole lot better at so many different things whether it be you know like your attitude and perspective maybe you're doing something complex at work or maybe you're doing a musical endeavor maybe even just like your relationships if you look at things from different perspectives like it's you're gonna reframe how you see everything in your life and that's why i'm so passionate about you know you know the behavioral change element in in rehab and uh, because it's if you're not changing you know what kind of behaviors or habits you had that you know for example cause you to gain weight or cause you to get injured or cause you to you know you know find a slouch posture then it's going to be harder to, to change everything overall.
I agree. I agree. And, and, and you, you, you probably see this a lot, right? Um, in rehab, I don't know specifically how it works, but you probably get that your people who are the most, like, the most passionate about getting over whatever that injury or that, that limitation that they have is, the better results they will have. Because at the end of the day, like attitude leaks into the effort that you put into it, into the amount of time, into the love, into like all the things that you're willing to go through to actually make it happen. So you'll have your, your people that are like, okay, I trust you, David, 100% that by doing X, Y, and Z, I'm going to be able to like walk straight again or whatever, right? And, and if they are as committed to that attitude of like, okay, like I'm trusting you. I'm going, I'm doing my exercises. I'm doing all my rehab things. Um, those are going to be the people that are actually going to have a breakthrough in the way that they're progressing through any of your plans or anything that you make them do. Um, and we'll find that quote unquote success in, in, in what they're doing. Yeah, it's so true. Because, you know, when we first started this episode, you're talking about making lifestyle changes. And like my philosophy for rehab is, you know, you know, how people live pain free and move better for the rest of their life. And it kind of, it's, it's all connected, right? I'd rather, you know, help you move better forever than, you know, just give you something short term. Mm -hmm. And it applies to other areas, you know, are you going to do a quick fix at work? Or are you going to, you know, do something that is actually going to be productive? And it, it, it everything's connected in today like as i said earlier like everything's so re similar and so related and you can really just fitness is just a tool again it's changed so many areas of your life and even me like i'm still you know working out a lot but i'm really into you know this this mindset stuff and 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 habits and just having good energy and you can i'm more laid back with my fitness now but i'm actually seeing better results because i'm just dialing that energy into different areas you know instead of going 100% hard in the gym I'm doing you know three four days a week but you know taking that extra energy and putting into you know my nutrition instead of stressing out by going to the gym seven days a week of course of course no that's that's important for sure so where would you say um the best place to get started say you're you're a desk worker and you want to get started with you know calisthenics like what would be what kind of resources would you have for people who want to you know dabble into that and, and to learn more for their fitness journey the the best way to get started is is simply just to get started when i Ooh. didn't know when i didn't know anything honestly like i would just do like you know five push-ups by my bedside every time i remembered and that that just suddenly started to become 10 and then sit-ups and then little by little like you get into it more but you can't expect to arrive somewhere right away. You have to definitely take certain like little steps into it. So um, I would say that the best way is, is one, getting started. Two, having the attitude of getting started and, yes. and, and following through with it. Um, and three, just like getting inspiration from other people, I think is, is also important too. I mean, for me has been this never skip Mondays thing where like, I post a workout every single Monday for people not to have an excuse to like not know what to do. If you don't know any of the exercises, there's a tool named Google. I don't know if you know about it. 
but you can definitely search anything and everything there and find exactly what it is. Um, so even if all you do is how to start calisthenics, you will find workout routines, you will find apps, you will find people that explain it, you will find um, other people that have started and, and are maybe documenting their journey. You will find videos, audiobooks, podcasts, whatever, you name it you will find a resource that will help you out. So if you have a, that attitude of starting, if you are actually doing it and you are using some of these resources to go step by step, then there's, there's, there's no excuse. Um, and yeah, if you need more resources, hit me up. I'll get you started. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And it also comes back to, I know there was a quote, I don't know who said this, but for every positive action you take, there's going to be an outcome in your favor. Mm. I really like that one. And also the point you bring up about, you know, having someone that inspires you. Cause you know, for example, like, like when I was in, into calisthenics, like I reached out to you cause of the game, he's really good. I can avoid, you know, making some mistakes and getting to that next level. So, you know, find someone that inspires you and try to, you know, whether it's social media or someone at the gym, you know, people are friendly, feel free to, you know, if someone's at the gym or, or, and they think they know what they're doing, you know, give them a compliment and then ask them for advice, but don't just ask them <laughs> And then yeah. if you're going at your work stretching, be like, hey, that's a great stretch. Check out this one DBT showed me, you know, try to make <laughs> a, a sense of community because that's going to make it easier for you to, to achieve your goals. Yeah. And I mean, some of my closest friends are people that I met literally just like that. They saw me doing muscle ups and they came up to me and were like, hey, like, how the hell do you do that? <laughs> and you kind of like, get to get to work there in, in in that people at the gym are friendly like you said they want they're there because they're helping themselves but they also are not shy to help other people out so chances are that someone's there and is able to give you pointers i mean don't be annoying but ask for help is asking for help is not a bad thing so where can people reach you and find out more info about you know maybe working with you or just staying connected with you yeah, so I'm, I'm most active on Instagram at Carlito. That's uh, my main Instagram account. And that's kind of where, where everything that I do sort of lives and breathes. Um, and if you want to find out a little bit more about my, my training programs and about some of the workouts and workout resources that I've been talking about, you can always go to fitcalisthenics.com and you'll find lots of stuff there. All my Monday workouts are there. Um, there's also a newsletter where you can get all your all those workouts emailed straight to you, um, and you also get a free calisthenics ebook, like four week plan, where um, you know if you have that excuse of not knowing where to start or you don't know where to start, then you can use that, and it's it's a really really useful tool. Great resource. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. We'll definitely have to have you back, maybe for episode. 101 or 102 hey. season three or four but this is um this has been great and we'll hope to see you soon man awesome thank you for having me man and uh all the best to you and everything that you're doing awesome thanks for coming on no worries